It wasn't much of a welcome, all things considered. Diamond was trying to keep cheerful, but really, she'd landed here in this foreign country, ready to make a fresh start in life, thinking that she could count on her mother's old friend to help her settle in, to house her, in fact. And what did she find? Mimi didn't have a house. She didn't even have a roof over her head, not even a tiny flat, in what Diamond was quickly coming to realise was a pretty dodgy area. But then, she'd come from Soho, so she didn't think she was going to find it too shocking. Having summoned the shopkeeper back to his little front kiosk and conducted a quick conversation with him, Mimi slung her suitcase and diamonds through the front door of the shop. For safekeeping, she told Diamond. And then she was away, walking with tiny but very rapid steps around the other pedestrians, wafting clouds of Lily of the Valley perfume behind her. She dashed over the road. Horns started honking. She was slapping the hoods of cars, shouting out, Merde! and waving a fist at a pair of big chestnut horses who wickered in alarm and backed up sharply, rearing up on their hind legs, bringing a volley of swear words from their coachman. Diamond followed in Mimi's wake, trying to swallow her disappointment. She had expected to be fussed over, given tea, food, and to have her mother's friend gush with emotion over the sad loss of her mother. But there'd been none of that. Mimi didn't seem to be too concerned about her own predicament, much less diamonds. Up ahead was a curious-looking place, a complete oddity. There was a red windmill stuck up on the roof of what appeared to be a theatre, and now Mimi was shoving through the doors of it and into a shockingly lavish red plush and gold interior.